welcome to the Self Love Detox. Our mission is to empower you to honour your flaws and rule your clothes with confidence. My name is Anna Louise Bonacera and I am here to remind you that no matter what shape or size you are, we are here to make a statement through our clothing collections and get raw and real in our Girl Pass Sport Group and on here. Repeat after me, I am powerful, I am strong, I am fierce. Now let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I know we've had a bit of a break. It's been a crazy year that we've all experienced in different ways. But I am really excited to be back here and getting stuck into podcasting to be able to give you guys some content and um, just help you on your self-love journey into finding yourself and to making you more confident into to opening you up about mental health. And that is what we're going to be talking here today. It is going to be a bit of a raw one. It's going to be quite deep. Um, I've not got any notes. I'm just going to be talking from the heart um, about my personal experiences. So um, this is a bit of a trigger warning. If um, suicide is something you don't want to talk about, you don't want, you're not in a place where you can listen to it safely for your own health, physically and mentally, then please um, come back to this another day. So in the media, social media, everywhere you'll see currently um, or before if you aren't listening to this as it goes out, is um, Meghan and Harry's story. So Meghan Markle, actress from the USA, and our Prince Harry, as we will have grown up with him, um, and they chose to step down from being part of the royal family, um, and then recently have come out on Oprah, and Meghan has opened up talking about her mental health and how it really affect her and even saying that at times she um felt like suicidal and that she didn't want to be here anymore um and then the backlash from that unfortunately is that a lot of people have been questioning whether or not she's telling the truth now I haven't watched the interview personally I try not to watch any type of news. The only news I really hear is that comes on the radio when I'm listening to radio or what I see on social media, but I try not to read any of it. Um, I'm not going to give you my personal opinion whether I like them or not. I don't really have one, to be fair. Do I like them? I've got absolutely nothing against them. That's the thing. My opinion doesn't matter. None of our opinion matters whether we like them or not. It's got absolutely nothing to do with them. I've got nothing against them. I don't know them. None of us do. Um, But the fact that there are so many people out there questioning whether or not she's telling the truth, maybe because she's an actress or maybe because of other reasons, which I hope not, but it's not our place to be questioning this. This is exactly the reason why people do not speak out about problems. And I have seen some memes and stuff about comparing her to Caroline Flack. And before I saw them, I actually was having a conversation with my husband. And I said, if Caroline Flack had come out saying this on TV, people would have said exactly the same thing that they have about Megan. But because she didn't speak out, she killed herself. She felt so bad mentally that she took her own life. People 
started the hashtag be kind. People ask, why didn't she speak out? And Megan is the prime example of, of why people don't speak out about suicide because I've always grown up, I don't know about you, but if someone commits suicide, people are, she's just attention seeking, he's just attention seeking because obviously it happens within men as well, very aware of that. It doesn't, it, that, that attention seeking is why people who feel so bad don't say anything and I said I was going to talk about my mental health and personally it is something that I have experienced and I have had those thoughts would life be better off without me in it and it's not a nice place to be and I like to think that I would never get to that point but I have been so low especially in the past two years of my mental health has definitely suffered. Um, For those who know me will know I've got four children and I've got twins with special needs and in 2019 we had a year where um, it was awful because the twins didn't really sleep very much. They'd go to bed and then they'd wake up at one o'clock in the morning and be up until 7pm the next night. Sometimes it was 4am which we considered a lie-in. But that rocked my world and when I look back on my uh, memories on Facebook I look a lot thinner than I am now I have obviously put on weight during lockdown not obviously but that is something that I'm fine to openly admit and um, I will sort out eventually and that's a whole other podcast (laughs) which we'll get to but um, I look so slim and I didn't do anything different I probably ate more or the same as I do now but because of the lack of sleep, I genuinely think that was a massive factor of why I look so awful. And it took its toll on me physically as well as mentally. Um, like I definitely have a lot more wrinkles and stuff because sleep is such a massive thing. And it rocked my world. Um, and I did get to the point of my mental health being so low that I went to the doctors and I asked for help. And that wasn't an easy thing. I think I picked up the phone seven times to ring the doctors before I actually got through. Um, and when I did ask for help, I went in and <laughs> she like asked me what my symptoms are and I don't really know. What are you supposed to say? I don't I don't know. I'm just I just found it such a weird thing to ask and I, I genuinely didn't really know what to say. Um, but the, uh, the hot, well, in our county of Oxfordshire, what you have to do is you have to self-refer. So I'm someone who's very confident talking to you right now. I'm confident doing lives and Zoom calls or meetings, whatever, can get up on stage. But I hate picking up the phone. I absolutely loathe it. It is something that causes me massive anxiety and has got me into various issues in in the past of not being able to do it um and something I'm still trying to conquer today by the way just to let you know we all have our strengths and weaknesses um so I did self-refer in the end but I kind of uh went the easier option for me because I had to fill in a form online and they rang me back so I still had to answer the phone <laughs> but um I did talk to them and I had an appointment to talk to them on uh, the phone this was all done over the phone even before lockdown this was November 2019 and I had a phone call with them and explained how I felt you only get 15 minutes um so it wasn't exactly easy to kind of get across and I 
probably didn't stress how bad I was feeling, which I think is a very British thing. And it's something I'm really trying to knock down myself personally in terms of being really, truly open and honest with myself, as well as everyone else of how I'm truly feeling. Um, and uh, she said that she was going to ring me back and talk to one of her people, uh, one of her managers or whatever, and she would call me back. So when she called me back, it was actually the twins had, Nathaniel just had chicken pox, the twins had just had chicken pox, like after each other, two weeks, then a week break, then two weeks. And um, so I was feeling stressed as it is, you know, it's it was hard enough not having any sleep, but then having chicken pox on top. And it was the day before they were due to go back and they rang me and basically said, um, your worries and anxieties are, and your low moods are, um, I can't remember the word now, are, are understandable basically was was the definition the, the similarity of, of the word um expected because of your circumstances and there was nothing that they were going to do to offer to help me um they gave me a number well they tried to give me a number for a autism charity to see if they could help me and for me yeah okay I probably should have rang them but that was another person I then had to ring and I just I took so much from me to make that phone call in the first place that I felt really let down and I know the mental health um system or whatever services are so stretched and maybe my problems didn't seem as big as others but it really shook me and um the next day was my lowest point I think I've ever had and it's really horrible to think back about but I think it's so important because I was looking through photos at that time and you look at me and I'm smiling and you wouldn't know we have no right to judge anyone on how they truly feel on the inside because you don't need to be the best actress in the world to pretend that you're okay. You really don't. Um, so the next morning, um, I took the boys to school because it was their first day back after having the chicken pox and the bus forgot to pick them up. So I hurriedly got in the car and took them to school and I remember sitting in the waiting room and thinking oh my god I don't want to be here I didn't want to be around these other parents I'd never really seen before because the boys get on the bus and I kind of felt very like self-conscious that they were talking about me because they still had scabs on them but I needed them to go back to school because I I could feel that I was at breaking point and um the nurse came and checked them out and luckily she did take them and um the teacher actually followed me out and said are you okay and I don't I can't even really remember what I said but I knew I wasn't and she knew I wasn't really um and then when I got home uh I can't even remember what pushed me over the edge but something did and I um 
just lost my shit really that's the only way really to describe it um i started throwing the washing around and um just shouting i don't want to be here anymore and i feel so bad because it must have been so scary for jordan and i don't know how i would feel if it was the other way around um and i just felt i can't even remember exactly what i was saying but i ended up clawing my neck and leaving myself with i have quite long nails naturally so with scratches down my neck and i i did eventually calm down but it was horrible and it's horrible to think about um i just felt like my problems weren't something i should be upset about they weren't something that the mental health services deemed as important and that made me feel (coughs) like i was an attention seeker i guess you could say and this isn't something i ever thought i'd really share so apologies for the emotions or not not i shouldn't apologize should i it's something that i think a lot of us go through and or maybe not to that level but we don't feel like our feelings are valid and they so are so it doesn't matter what our opinion is whether we think someone is telling the truth or not because we shouldn't be asking are they lying are they telling the truth we should be asking how can i help how can i make this better how can i stop them from feeling like this it's not right or wrong it's not reactive it's all about being proactive so whatever your opinion is and if you're listening to this to be honest i you're my people (laughs) so i guess you feel the same as me that everyone has the right to be heard and the right to be made to feel valid not question whether they're being genuine or not and if she is lying who cares like I don't I don't really care if she's lying because it doesn't make a difference to me. It raises awareness of suicide and I don't I don't believe you would lie about something like that. But we have to take away this stigma of if someone is crying out for help, they're 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 an attention seeker. If it's a cry for help, then it's goddamn help them. So sorry, apologies if you couldn't hear me through that I've no idea how that's gonna sound I'm definitely not listening back to it so it will go out as it is um if I'm brave enough just something definitely really personal to me and that was in 2019 and and the day after um I felt like that um I just said well if no one's gonna help me then I have to help myself and you shouldn't be in a position where that, you know, obviously there are people you can pay to help you privately. 
something I looked into but I never committed to. Um, it was coming up to Christmas and that is always time of year where everyone needs all the money to, you know, fulfil those Christmas wishes. But um, it's definitely something I will, I haven't seeked yet, but I still think it's something that I will do privately because when I do have the funds. Um, but I just decided I needed to help myself. I couldn't get to that point again. And I never have, luckily, got to the point where I've hurt myself like that physically. From the outside, you probably wouldn't know that I was feeling that low. Like I said, you don't need to be the best actor to pretend to be okay. I think personally, most of the time, we actually do pretend to be okay. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. But if we bottle up these feelings again and again, it's going to get to the point where we explode and we lose our shit. We have a meltdown. We completely burn out. We feel so low that we feel pushed to the edge and sometimes people jump off. Sometimes people claw themselves back off, dust themselves down and carry on. It's hard. Life is hard and we don't have a manual. We don't know what to do. We don't really know how to cope. We have a million one things that we're supposed to be doing, including, you know, having just gone through homeschooling, looking after the house, running a business or working or, you know, having multiple children, children with special needs having to care of her parents, go shopping for other people, walk your dog. There's so many different things we have to think about, but we really do need to take care of ourselves so much. And that is exactly why I started the self-love detox is because I knew that I wasn't looking after myself as much as I should be. And it has not only helped me, I wanted it to help other people, which is why I use it as accountability, you know? This isn't just for you guys, this isn't just to help you, it's it's to help me as well, you know? And that's the thing, in this world where so much crazy stuff right now, we don't need to be pinning people against each other or pinning people up to be slaughtered exactly for, you know, what they have or haven't done, what they think or haven't thought. We need to be coming together and that is exactly why communities like ours the self-love detox is is amazing because we can't all be together right now and we're from all over the world so we definitely couldn't be together (laughs) but online we can seek comfort and support and understanding so if you're not in our self-love detox girl power support group please come and join us we'd love to have you there um and also one last thing so Piers Morgan has been well has resigned from ITV Good Morning Britain whatever it is <laughs> I told you I don't watch it I've never been a fan of Piers Morgan He's, I've never been a fan of him but um now there's a lot of hate around him and I personally think yeah okay he said nasty things and I do not agree with him most things that he said but are we really gonna tarnish him with the same brush I think that's the wrong words to use but what I mean is you know remember hashtag be kind be kind to everyone okay he might not be a nice person right now you might not like him you might not agree with him but that does not mean we need to hang him up to hang him up to slaughter that's the word (laughs) 
So anyone who's wronged you in your life, or anyone's opinion you don't agree with, we don't need to send them hate. We can just let them go. Let them go out of our minds, send love, and hope that they see their ways, find a more positive way to live their life, and a more helpful way, and let them go on. Because we don't need that negative energy. We've got enough going on in our life, as I've just been talking about. Let it go. Let him go. Let any negativity go. And send them off with love to have a more peaceful, happier life. You know, if they really are a horrible person, karma's going to get them and it'll teach them some lessons. It will show them how to live their life in a more positive way. It's their choice whether they take it. It's not up to us. So I hope that hasn't sent you in a negative space. Um, I really wanted to open up and share about it. I thought about doing a live, I thought about writing a post, but I just didn't think either of them really um, were the right way to get this content out. So I hope that my story, blubbering through, looking back, has helped you in a way. I don't know which way, even if it's just to be a bit more open yourself about how you're feeling because it is so important. And on Fridays in our support group, we do have our on a, your feelings on a Friday. So if you ever need to open up to someone and want to come and share it with us, feel free to come and join us anytime, not just on a Friday. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from this, please do share it with anyone you think it may help. If there's a topic you want to hear more on, please send us a message. I know we can't change the world in an instant, but together we can make an impact. Sending all my love and gratitude until next time.